welcome to Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Maddie. I'm A-Ray. I'm Janae. And I'm Christina. Thanks for listening to our ninth episode. Each week we bring you news and theories about the upcoming book, Breaking Dawn, and the Twilight movie, as well as discussion and thoughts about the series so far. Gail's pet octopus didn't make it through the obstacle course in time, so she will not be joining us this week. Oh, Poor Gail. And that octopus. Octopus was just Those octopuses, they can be tricky. Alright, so this week we've received a listener email from Alexis who emailed us to comment on her Jersey accent and asked us what we thought of Alice's hair and Elizabeth Reeser who plays at Smay. We have Jersey accents? Well, yeah. (laughs) What's the capital of New Jersey? Trenton. Trenton. (laughs) That's how I say it. We don't say T's. T's don't exist. T's don't exist in our alphabet. Anyway, Alice's hair... I know that she liked it, and she was asking us what we thought, and I personally think, like, this is, you know, this is my opinion, how I picture the character, but I always thought it was, like, shorter than that and spikier. Like, her her hair is kind of long-ish. I mean, it's, of course, not long, but it's long for being short, if that makes any sense. I don't see why people are making such a big deal about it, though. Yeah, I don't think it's a big I don't deal. Know. I don't really it's care. just not what I picture, <laughs> that's all. Janae, what are your thoughts? Well, I know that the actress originally had, like, super long, really gorgeous black hair. So I'm like, well, compared to the pictures I saw of her before and her pictures as Alice, it's, like, fine. So I don't have a problem with it. All right, well, what do you guys think of Elizabeth Reeser? I think she I think she looks the part. Yeah, I thought in the first pictures that she looked kind of frumpy, but the new pictures, she looks really good. Everybody looks bad in the first pictures. Did they really pay someone to take those pictures? Because they just, no one looked good in them. Yeah, they did. No, they hired a random hobo off the street. Yes, hobo, come take promotional pictures for the Twilight movie right now. It was probably Janae. No, it was not me. I was too busy learning (laughs) Portuguese. Don't lie. Alright, well, Julia from California sent us these emails. Hey guys, I have a question for you. When Bella turns into a vampire in Breaking Dawn, how do you think they will do her makeup and stuff to make her look different? Because since she already kind of looks like a vampire, it might be kind of confusing. I love your show. It rocks. And I was just wondering, would Bella have fallen in love with Jacob if Edward hadn't returned to live in Forks before Bella moved there? Because wasn't the whole reason she saw him during New Moon to find ways to hear Edward's voice? She wouldn't have needed him otherwise. I think that if Edward hadn't been there, she would have made friends with Jessica and Angela. She wouldn't have had a falling out with Jessica if she hadn't ignored them after Edward left. And she wouldn't have had to bother making friends with Jacob unless Charlie wanted her to, for the sake of convenience, him being friends with Billy and all. Plus, in Twilight, she didn't really have feelings for him. She was just taking advantage of him so he would tell her about Edward. That was her only incentive for talking to him. It seems to me that she would have ignored him otherwise. I'm curious to hear your guys' opinion. She also informed us that they took a picture of Twilight fans at her school to promote reading. About the makeup, I have no idea because they didn't really do anything to the actual vampires to make them look vampire-ish. Like, yeah, we talked about this a few shows ago where, like, we were expecting, you know, like, the dark circles and stuff like that, but none of that is actually there. And I also thought that Bella kind of looked like a vampire because they made her look really pale and stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It would be kind of confusing. Yeah, the only thing I can think that they would do differently is, like, put in contact. Oh, the eyes. Because it's not like the people in the... The vampires in the movie don't look very different from normal people. So. Yeah, I don't think they'd change it that much except for the eyes. Because they just look normal enough. Yeah, just really obnoxiously red contacts. 
the end. And Kristen Stewart is naturally pale, so I don't think they really did anything to it to make her look that pale. Yeah. She needs to get more sun. Alright, so, what do you guys think about Jacob? Do you think Bella would have even talked to him if it weren't for Edward? Probably not. Like, I don't know. What's the whole reason that in New Moon she winds up hanging out with him? Isn't it because she wants to be reckless and she, like, wants a motorcycle? Yeah, because she wants to ride Yeah, yeah, she, she buys the yeah. motorcycles. And then she's like, hey, I know someone who likes cars. And the only reason she ever wants to be reckless is because she wants to hear the voice in her head. Wait, didn't she? But she didn't hear the voice in her head until she started riding the motorcycles. Yeah. No, it was um, when she was with Jessica, when they went to the uh, movies, and yeah. then there were the cr- those creepy people outside the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but wasn't, like, Jacob, didn't he already kind of have a crush on her? So maybe, like, he would have tried to do something about it instead of... Bella. Yeah, he might have pursued it. So it might have still happened. True. But she probably wouldn't have depended on him as much. Probably. I think it's safe to say that if Edward wasn't in Bella's life, it would be pretty different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing this out there. Um, everyone's gonna hate me now, but I am in the process of rereading New Moon, and I like. I'm not. I'm definitely by no means whatsoever a Bella Jacob shipper, but I don't mind him as much. Well, I just reread Eclipse, and now I hate him again. Yeah, don't worry, because I reread the series last week, and you go from liking Jacob and New Moon, and then he starts acting mean in Eclipse, and I'm just like, rawr! Okay, so I'll be back to normal? Yeah, yeah don't, don't worry. worry. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. You still have hope. Yeah, ne- never end this series in New Moon, because you get confused. <laughs> anyway, so... Nadine from Ontario asked if we think Breaking Dawn will end like Romeo and Juliet. I don't think it would end that tragically. I don't know, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, and that's not really the only book that Stephanie compared it to. Like, she compared it to Wuthering Heights. And does anyone know how that book ends? No. (laughs) But I assume it's not the same as Romeo and Juliet. So, it could be This one, she said, I forget where I read this, I I think it was on her website, Um, she said it was based off a Midsummer Night's Dream, I think, which is that weird Shakespearean play with, like, somebody turning into a donkey. Oh, and everybody falls in love with the wrong person. I remember that. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. So, yeah, I don't think it's gonna end, like, Romeo and Juliet, but it might be, I don't know, I guess it'll probably be somewhat like a Midsummer Night's Dream. We should read that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I think ending, like, Romeo and Juliet would just be too predictable. I would be mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would happen? I guess Bella would think she needs to, like, die or something to like save edward well no and that then, could like, be he thinks she's dead it could be like she fakes her death so that she doesn't have to deal with like telling charlie and renee i'm a vampire true but then for some reason edward would have to kill himself how would he how would he not know because like pro- alice would probably know yeah. she'd probably tell alice and he can read minds even if alice didn't want to tell him so yeah i don't know probably not kate from north carolina sent us in a poem about twilight that she wrote for her english class Janae, would you like to read it? Sure. Twilight, it is impossible to love and be wise. Twilight, now it's time to come out for the night. I'm so sorry for my flight. I should have never left you, Belle. This grave mistake hurt me as well. Did you always see the truth in my eyes? We touched in the meadow while I hummed your lullaby. I am the poison that you drank in. Though you disagree, I am a walking sin. This is your last chance to show fear. My resistance weakens as your lips draw near. As I hear your blood sing to me, rapid beats just slightly out of key. You have gone against my will and made this tragic deal. You have sold your soul in exchange for eternity, and eternity with me. Most would question your sanity. Feral to a fault, howling at the moon, I'm sorry that we must leave so soon. 
My heart hides the smile at your choice, me over him. Think about it as vi us vampires versus them. Woo. That was so good. That was. That's an awesome really poem. Good. Yeah, thanks for sending that in. I wish I had poem writing skills. <laughs> yeah, same. I know. <laughs> Alright, well, Karina from California sent us a song suggestion and a t-shirt idea. She also said, my name is Karina and I'm from Temecula? Temecula? Interesting name. Apologies for butchering. Yeah. California. I have a couple things to say before I gush over how your podcast rocks. Number one, I have a theory about what Bella's power will be. I think she will have the power to block people from her mind, but will be able to use other vampires' powers against her enemies. Like, if Jane tries to do that freaky thing, she can redirect it and have Jane suffer the pain. This power can also be used to stop other vamps from using their power against her, but, the ori but also the original power. She'll be able to stop them from running with their mind. This will come in handy when the Volturi and the Collins have a war. I also have an idea about her being able to sense when someone's lying and when someone's telling the truth. I think this because Bella's dreams usually tell her the truth about something, like the dream of Edward and the dream of Jacob. The voices in her head were also a sign that Edward never stopped loving her. I t it told her the truth. Tell me what you guys think of my crazy theories. That's definitely really interesting. They don't seem so crazy theories to me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the thing, uh, the first thing the first power she brought up with the redirecting the powers that might be it yeah that really definitely could but i also really like the truth thing because where she like uh where karina talked about the dreams just like you know just specify for anybody that doesn't know the dream of edward was in twilight where she had a dream that he was a vampire and quite obviously he is and then that time when jacob um came into her room t because like he wanted to apologize for being mean to her right after like he turned into a werewolf and he said like oh i already told you this i know you can guess i know you can guess and then that night she had a dream like about him being a werewolf i don't know if so much her dreams telling the truth though is it's just like she's more perceptive when she's asleep like she kind of fi fixes everything up in her mind and then it makes sense True. like her her mind's more open to what sort of makes sense to her i guess when she's asleep because when she's awake, she thinks about things way too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the idea of the redirecting power, though. It sounds pretty cool. We also received emails from Christina from Delaware, who sent us a few t-shirt ideas, Chandler from Maryland, who sent us a Twilight survey that she created, Nessie, who sent us a cute Edward-related MySpace survey, Lauren from Arkansas, who sent us some song suggestions, Isaac, who informed us that he is not gay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <good>. Lovely. <laughs> Maggie from Cincinnati, who sent us a song suggestion. Alex from Connecticut, who told us that her favorite segment is A-Ray's cheesy vampire joke. Woo, Alex! A-Ray, you definitely made that up. No, I didn't! I swear to God! She actually somebody said who that. actually likes it besides you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> there are other I'm just, people... I'm just with, kidding, A-Ray. <laughs> there are other people with a good sense of humor, unlike you, Janae. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. Okay. Karina from California, who sent a song, a song suggestion and t-shirt idea. Catherine from California, who sent us a song suggestion. And Lauren and Marcella sent us an email with t-shirt ideas and a joke, which was, Jacob Black! Haha! <laughs> Funny. I like that one. <laughs> um, we also received emails from Megan, Lisa Marie, Catherine, Kamisha from Louisiana, Stephanie from PA, Pennsylvania. Wow. Same deal. Um, Meredith, Dante, John, Cassandra, Joe Quinn, and the MySpace user Dazzled by His Golden Eyes. 
Remember, if you would like to contact us for, with a question, comment, theory, or idea for the show, please email us at bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com or leave a comment on our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also be our friend on MySpace and join our Facebook group. Thanks, Thanks for actually loving us enough to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we're going to go to A-Ray with the latest Twilight news. Thanks, Maddie. A Borders in Stockport, United Kingdom, is planning a re- Breaking Dawn release party for all of you British Twilight fans. Mike Welsh, who plays Mike in the upcoming Twilight movie, updated his blog. Rachel Lefevre, who plays Victoria, had a short interview on E! News. The special edition of Eclipse is now available for pre-order. Film.com has posted a blog entry about the upcoming movie. Taylor Lautner, who plays Jacob, was recently on MTV's movie blog. Stephanie Meyer was interviewed by The Buzz, a radio station in Oregon. Solomon Trimble, who plays Sam Yuley, released a poem he wrote inspired by Sam's love for Emily. Kristen Stewart makes number 9 on Movie Phone's list of 25 under 25. Robert Pattinson rattles off 17 rapid-fire questions from Seventeen Magazine. That's all the news for this week. Thanks to Twilight Lexicon for these stories. Thanks, A-Ray. So, what do you guys think about these news stories? I actually went to Borders the other day with my friend, and the sales clerk was crazy enough to let me in on some info. Apparently, if you pre-order Breaking Dawn, um, a recording of Robert Patterson will call you. What? That's cool. Really? Oh my gosh, but one time we got one of those for like High School Musical, and it was supposed to call us the first day of school, and it called us this random day during the summer at like 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was slightly irritating. It was like Ashley Tisdale, like, guys, wake up, it's time for school. That was ridiculous. Wow. Luckily, I was able to put my phone back together from when I threw it at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> So, is there one Borders party for the entirety of the UK? They all have to go to that one (laughs) Borders in Stockport. They just have to. See how many Twilight fans we can fit in one bookstore at the same time! Go! And if you don't get trampled, you get, like, a free (laughs) t-shirt. Yay! Thanks for your participation! Here's a t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Um, Solomon's poem was so cute. It was. I I loved how he memorized it too. What is it with all these people in writing poems? It's like they all they all got the poem talent. Sad. If anybody wants to donate some artistic talent, like <laughs> written artistic talent, please email us. Death. The special edition of Eclipse. I don't know if I want to go get it, because I don't know if I want the first chapter. Like, I kind of want it all at once, but I also think I'm not no, going to be able to resist. No, you are obligated, since you are on this podcast. You have to. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't matter, spoilers or not. But, Mom! <laughs> no, Maddie, go clean your room, and read the first <laughs> chapter of Breaking Dawn. It. Oh! No, we are absolutely obligated to, and we're also absolutely obligated to do a, an emergency podcast. When we read it. Okay, but we probably shouldn't talk about it, um on the podcast or else we'll lose a million fans because maybe other people like me don't want to read it yeah they want to wait for the whole book well, that's why we'll do the emergency they can choose not to listen to us talk about it bah! it's so close i know it's ridiculous. i'm excited i'm convinced Bra- uh stephanie meyer wanted it breaking dawn to come out in august so it could be near my birthday it's because she loves me that much. <laughs> Probably. You know, I have, like, no intention of actually buying the new special edition. I'm definitely going to Borders and reading the first chapter. <laughs> and then yeah, I don't have any intention of buying it either. I'm such a good Twilight fan. Well, what do I need another Eclipse for? <laughs> It'd be completely pointless. But then I'll want to read it again. 
But I'll get the real one. It'll be like on the internet illegally. <laughs> Probably. We can always cheat. Not that we promote illegal activities. Someone put it online <laughs> for us. Alright, well now we're going to move on to our character profile discussion. This week we're going to be talking about Sam Yuli. Christina, want to give us a little background information? Sure. Samuel Yuli lives on the Lapush Quileute Reservation. He has black hair, brown eyes, and is very tall. In wolf form, Sam has a coat of black and is as tall as a horse, but more muscular. Sam was the first of the boys on the rev reservation to hit puberty and became a werewolf once the Collins moved back to Forks. As the other boys on the reservation became werewolves one by one, Sam took on the role of leading them through their change and helping them become accustomed to their new life. To outsiders, it seemed as if he had started a little cult. Sam is currently engaged to Emily. One night, Sam lost control of his anger and accidentally hurt Emily, leaving her scarred on the face and hand. Despite that, Sam loves her unconditionally. He has never forgiven himself for being so careless. Alright, what do you guys think of Sam? Oh, poor Emily and Sam. I always feel so bad for the both of them. They love each other, so it's okay. It's okay, kids. Yeah, I hated him with a passion. Like, I seriously thought that there was, like, this giant cult and stuff. And I hated him with a passion, just like Bella. And then, like, I know there's a part somewhere in New Moon where, like, she figures out about the whole werewolf thing and blah, 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 And she has to, like, keep reminding herself not to hate Sam. And, like, that's what I always have to do. I <laughs> know. <laughs> no offense to... Sam. He's a cool kid. <laughs> I personally, well, I do agree with Awe. I didn't like him at first because I'm like, ooh, he's starting an evil cult with the reservation kids. But then I'm like, oh, werewolves. That's pretty cool. So then I started to like him. And I'm like, I think Sam and Emily are like the cutest couple ever. Like, I just imagine them in my head and they're like adorable. I had thought Sam was a werewolf mostly because as soon as they mentioned the werewolves in the first book, I was convinced everyone was a werewolf because I'm like, there's no way someone's not a werewolf. And Christina will tell you, I was sitting there reading going like, oh, they're totally a werewolf. And it could have been anyone. It was like Charlie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's totally a werewolf. <laughs> like President wow. Bush on the news. Oh, he's totally a werewolf. <laughs> that was exactly how she was, like, the entire yeah. time. Wait, Maddie, does that mean Angela was a werewolf in your mind? Yes, everyone was a werewolf. Yeah. Until we found out who was actually a werewolf. Bella was a werewolf. And <laughs> was a werewolf vampire. The Cullens were werewolf vampires. <laughs> Maddie was having an identity crisis. <laughs> she, thought, she thought her herself was a werewolf. I was, like, frustrated with Sam at first, but I did think he was a werewolf. But that's not very talented, because I thought everyone was a werewolf. <laughs> Alright. So, do you guys have any favorite scenes in the book that he's in? I like the scene at first speech when the Forks kids are all like, we're going to be cool and go to the push because we're awesome. And he's like, when they're talking about the Cullens, he's all like, the Cullens aren't allowed here, grr. Yeah, that's about it. My favorite scene that he's in was the one where they were training to, like, attack the newborns because, like, it was so tense and, like, I don't know. No, I like action scenes because <laughs> I'm a like 13 year old boy. <laughs> One of the scenes that I thought was interesting that he was in because it like it creeped me out. Like he, I don't know, he creeped me out. Was when um, Edward leaves Bella and then he like finds her in the woods. That totally creeped me out. Like I was like, this guy is a total weirdo. And then also when she kept having dreams about him, like she, when she was running through the forest and he was just standing there like watching her, I was like, yeah, this guy's a creeper. 
me being the totally gushy person that I am, I like when we first see Sam with Emily, and he's all like, hey, and she's like, I made muffins, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Bella's like looking away like, oh, I can't think of mushy couples. I just think that part's really cute. And who doesn't love muffins? I know. Yeah. I would have taken muffins. Sam is going to be played by Solomon Trimble. What do you guys think of that casting? I don't know anymore because I had this like pre-planned that I was totally going to be like, he looks old because I looked up a picture of him on Google Images and he looks like really old in this picture. I'm not, I don't even mean like in his 20s old, like he looks like a 30 year old, 40 year old, I'm not even kidding you. But then I watched like the video where he recites his poem and I don't think that anymore. So now I don't know what to think. I love him because like not only does he look good, he like totally knows everything about his character and like all the interviews with him and stuff he knows what's going on so he's gonna be able to yeah, that's good. do it right unlike billy burke who doesn't read anyway um i think he's a, like i do agree with Aaron. when i looked at his picture first i'm like he looks old ew how can he be sam yeah but then i saw the video and i'm like oh never mind he'll be cool and isn't he actually a Native American, so that makes it even better? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure all the people that they casted for the um, Quill Utes is Native American, at least a little bit. Now, like, I seriously saw a casting call on the internet for that. They're like, any Native American teens in this, or teens to early 20s in this general area, you can all come here to audition to be werewolves in the Twilight movie. I'm like, oh my god, I wish I was Native American. <laughs> 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 slash lived in Oregon. Now we're going to move on to our unanswered questions discussion, where we talk about some mysteries about the series that will hopefully be answered in the next book. Our question this week is, are the Denali's, the vampires from Alaska, significant? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Because, you know, they're talked about, but I'm like, why would you talk about them if they're not going to be important? Especially because they're like, ooh, the blonde one liked Edward, except for he didn't like her back and grr and blah blah blah. And then Irina apparently liked, Irina, the one of them, liked Laurent, and she's like, I want to kill the wolves because they killed Laurent. I think that we're all like, ooh, Denali's, because we're all in like Harry Potter mode. Not to relate Twilight to Harry Potter. Maddie hates me now. No, but seriously, like, we're all just trained to look for, um, like, teeny clues that we think are gonna be, like, significant later. But the only, the only way I really see them being important is if there's, like, a vampire war in Texas. No. Um, and they need them to, like, help fight. Well, um, I think that Stephanie kind of has a pattern of start taking small characters and then like making them bigger characters. Jacob. Like Jacob. So I think the fact that they vaguely mention her and like a lot a lot of the vampires spent like a lot of time with them. We just don't see it as much from El Bella's point of view. So I think they are even now bigger characters than we see them as because we're seeing through Bella instead of through any of the Collins. And also, um, well, if she does become a vampire, don't you think she'd not want to go there and visit all the, oh my god, gorgeous female vampires that one of them had a crush on Edward? She'd be like, oh my god, why am I here? Trying to eat them. <laughs> She'd be really miserable, <laughs> probably. Do you guys think that the Denali's are going to go to the wedding? Oh, interesting. Because they're all friends with Edward. Yeah, they probably are, actually. Good thinking. But then, like, 
It might be confusing. Like, why do you know all these weird-looking people from Alaska? <laughs> well, they could just... Oh, wait, what do you mean weird to who? Like, to you Bella's parents well, and stuff? you could just say they're friends of the Collins, that's all. I mean, that's really all the explanation they need. I don't know, I feel like that would get suspicious. Like, hey, you look like the Collins who look weird. <laughs> There's always, like, contacts and makeup and stuff, I guess, if you want to be really careful. True. Because, you know, they need to make themselves look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> then again, if, like, there's any werewolves at the wedding, they might want to, like, avoid that because in Eclipse, the Denali's are all like, Oh yeah, we'll help you if we can kill werewolves. True. Oh, couldn't you see, like, a, a vampire werewolf war, like, breaking out in the middle of the wedding and Charlie and Renee are just like, What is going what on? What is going on? That would be really awkward, especially for all the human people. Be like, what? Vampires and werewolves? This means they don't get cake. I want cake. <laughs> Ooh, will they get a cake? <laughs> the only people that will be able to eat it is, like, Angela. Yeah. Bella will be able to eat <laughs> it. Did you know? Did you know that they can eat? Like, they can. But their, none of their body processes work anymore. So what they have to do later is, like, puke it up. Ew. Blech. Gross. Yeah. Ooh, you know what I could see happening? Bella not being turned into a vampire yet, and then, like, the Volturi's coming to check on her, and then they go, like, hide her with the Denali's, and then it's just, like, Bella and the Denali's. That'd be I'd weird. I'd see that be an interesting story. Because that's true. That well, if she didn't become a vampire, wouldn't the Volturi's just come over and be like, girl, you're not a vampire, so we're going to kill you instead? Well, they could be like, oh, we oh, ate her. Oh, be like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Arrow might want to, like, check on that by, like, touching their hands or whatever. <laughs> they could just be like, oh, we ate her. Be, be like, don't touch me, don't touch me, we just ate her. <laughs> <laughs> I have the chicken pox. <laughs> I'm a vampire and I can't get sick, but I have the chicken pox. And smallpox. And shingles. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like Edward actually does have small Yeah, the Spanish right? influenza. He like, did, but not anymore. Oh, yeah. He might be contagious still. Oh my god, like he gave me the Spanish years. influenza. You Even the epidemic is so over. <laughs> Edward spreads epidemic in wedding and <laughs> roll credits. So I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Now we're going to talk about our scene of the week, where we pick out a scene from the series and talk about it. Janae, would you like to tell us the scene for this week? Surely. This scene for this week is when Jacob comes into Bella's room. He's like, super spy werewolf man. And he's all like, ooh, I'm going to come in your room and be awesome. And he has a little conversation with her. And it's generally awesome. I just like the idea of a super spy werewolf man. That's like awesome. It was really descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jacob. it's the scene where Jacob was trying to get Bella to remember the stories about the werewolves and make the connection. We actually got an email like yelling at us about being mad at Bella for not figuring it out. I don't recall ever being mad at Bella for not figuring it out. Maddie was. <laughs> well, I said I thought it was frustrating because like I had just read the werewolf stories and it's like, come on, everyone's oh. a werewolf. But like I understand for her it was like a year instead of like two minutes. Bella the werewolf and doesn't know it. Anyway, Going with my whole Jacob love fest that I'm feeling right now until I start reading Eclipse, I thought that was really cute because he wanted to like apologize her to her for being mean in the woods, and it was sweet that he wanted to keep his promise that he made to her that like he wouldn't ever hurt her and that they would always be friends, and such and such. He has to apologize too much. Yeah. yeah. 
We're going to move on to our newest segment entitled Swoonworthy, Edward's nauseatingly adorable quote of the week. A-Ray, want to tell us what our quote is for this week? Surely. Uh, this week's adorable Edward quote is, Would it be child of, childish of me to hide in your closet? And let's see. Okay, so Edward is talking about Bella and he getting married. And okay. I forgot how to breathe for a moment. When I recovered, I shook my head quickly, trying to clear my suddenly clouded mind. Would this have gone better if I'd had time to get a ring? No! No rings! I very nearly shouted. Now you've done it, he whispered. Oops. Charlie's getting up. I'd better leave, Edward said with resignation. My heart stopped beating. He gauged my expression for a second. Would it be childish of me to hide in your closet then? He's so cute. Who wouldn't want Edward in your closet? childish to hide in my closet, Edward. You can hide in my bed. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Edward's so cute. Uh, Oh. Yes, it's it so is. nauseatingly adorable. I want Edward in my closet. Who cares about childishness? I don't care how childish it is. I just want Edward in my house. No, actually, scratch that. I want Emmett in my house. <laughs> and now, on to another newer segment entitled A-Ray's Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. Yay! This time, however, it's Fiona's Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. A-Ray, would you like to start? Sure. Hey, Janae. What? Why did the vampire give his girlfriend a blood test? Why? To see if she was his type. Ha ha ha! That was actually funny. <laughs> yeah. And it made me think of Shrek when we said it was Fiona's cheesy vampire joke of the week. Not gonna lie. Way to call her a large green woman. I'm not calling her a large green woman. I'm just saying yes, the name are. made me think of Shrek because Shrek is an awesome movie. But we're talking about Twilight, so that doesn't count. And she was pretty in the first yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Yeah. So ha, A-Ray. And the other movies were dumb anyway. But anyway. Anyway, thanks for to Fiona for sending that in. Thanks, Fiona. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to end the show with the song of the week, where we pick a song that reminds us of Twilight. Christina, what's the song for this week? As you heard in the intro, this week's song is See You Again by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> we're going to play the song in the background as we discuss so you guys can hear it again. After you've heard it 12,000 times on the radio. Christina is not a fan. (laughs) You can tell Christina's really excited about discussing this song. (laughs) Me and A-Ray love Miley Cyrus. Right, A-Ray? Yes. I'm with Christina on this one. I got my sights set on you and I'm ready to end. No singing, just discussing. Alright, so what about the song reminds you of Twilight? Everything. Um, The lyrics, I knew you were something special when you spoke my name. It's like as soon as Edward and Bella met, they knew like there was something underneath and special full about their relationship. And then the whole the whole like title, see you again and like how I was I can't wait to see you again. Um it's just where like Bella was constantly thinking about Edward, um, before like she knew anything about him. Well, the line that says, I'm not a mind reader, but I'm reading the signs that you can't wait to see me again. I thought that was funny because Edward is actually a mind reader. He just can't read her mind because her mind works in a weird way. But he has to read the signs and she has to read the signs obviously because she can't read minds at all. So yeah, and they can't wait to see each other again, ever, because they're all romantic. Um, the line, I have a heart that will never be tamed, reminds me how Edward's always saying that Bella shouldn't be in love with him. And she's just kind of like, Oh, well, I can't, you can't stop me from loving you, and I'm always going to love you. 
part where it says, I felt this deep connection when you looked in my eyes. Um, it just reminds me of like when they were in the biology class and watching that movie, how they felt like the sparks and stuff. And the ice stuttered when you asked me what I'm thinking about. Sorry. I love this song so much. Me too. But um, how Edward's always asking her what she's thinking because he can't read her mind. He's not a mind reader, but he's reading the signs. Yes, yes he is. That she can't wait to see him again. La 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 There's no laws in the <laughs> song. That surprises me. It's Miley Cyrus and there's no la la la's. But anyway, um, the part that says, The next time we hang out, I will redeem myself. My heart, it can't rest till then. I can't wait to see you again. She was all like, oh my god, I made such a fool of myself in front of him last time because he's so dazzlingly gorgeous, so next time I promise I'm not going to make a fool of myself, and she does it anyway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, it says my heart can't rest till then, whatever she thinks about him is all like, oh my god, heart spasms, and then when she's with him, oh my god, my heart stops because he kissed me. She should just live in a hospital, seriously. Going off on a tangent, I love the part where she flatlined when he kissed her. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and, okay, the part where he says, my, be- my best friend Leslie said, oh, she's just being Miley. It sort of reminds me of when um, Bella first asks about the Cullens at lunch, and then Jess kind of, like, blows it off. And she's like, yeah, they're not interested in anybody because they're stuck up and pretty. She's just jealous because none of them were interested in her and her big poofy hair and her talkativeness. And the felt like I couldn't breathe, you know, obviously Bella keeps losing her breath when she's around Edward. And Edward can't <laughs> breathe at all. Ooh. Oh, wow. Well, he can, can breathe, but he and he's not to. a mind reader. He has to read the signs. Mm-hmm. He is reading the signs. <laughs> this song makes me want to jump around in my room and sing to myself in the mirror with a hairbrush. Well, then wait till we're done, and you can do that all you want. <laughs> Before we end the show, I just want to remind everyone to keep sending in t-shirt designs. Because we love them, and we should have them up soon on Cafe Press. And, um, well, that's it for our show this week. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com or visit our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also be our friend on MySpace at myspace.com slash bloodsuckerspodcast. Or you can join our group on Facebook. Thanks for listening. I'm Maddie. I'm A-Ray. I'm Janae. And I'm Christina. Make sure to tune in next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I got this crazy feeling. guys it's maddie um since this week's episode was pretty short i made a little blooper reel so you guys can listen to the nonsense we do when we're recording the episode so i hope you enjoy it thanks Hi, and welcome to Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Maddie. I'm A-Ray. Janae's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I freaked out, I just kept looking down. Started when you asked me what I'm thinking about.
like I couldn't be. You are so strong with me. My best friend loves you. She's just being my lead. The next time we hang out, I will redeem myself. My heart can't rest till then. Whoa, whoa, I. I can't, I can't wait, wait up, shut up, to shut up, see shut you up, up, again. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 beautiful. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Duh. It's Why is my England. phone? No. Ready? WTF. Yeah, she's <laughs> Stop kicking me! I'm trying to do a podcast. Can you guys hear my cat? Oh my gosh, it's climbing up the screen! What? <laughs> the cat's being Spider-Man. <laughs> Is your cat a super spy? Spider-Cat, Spider-Cat. Does whatever a spider cat does. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. I can't I stop. <laughs> well then stop already. Jeez. Uh, everybody do the hustle. <laughs> what in the world? Your biology teacher's a werewolf, you are too! I'm tired and I'm hungry. Can I take a potty break? <laughs>